Howdy, and welcome to Wise About Texas, the award-winning Texas history podcast. I'm your host, Ken Wise. Thanks for tuning in today. It is summer 2019, and I hope everyone's summer's going well. It is, of course, Texas, so it is hot. Every summer, I vow not to complain about it, and it doesn't work. So I hope that you're doing your best to try and stay cool. We're actually right in the middle of summer. This episode is being recorded and released on July 4th, 2019. So happy Independence Day. I mentioned that because today we are going to talk about the Declaration of Independence. I'm not talking about the U.S. Declaration of Independence. I'm talking about the Texas Declaration of Independence. But I'm not even talking about the Texas Declaration of Independence from March 2nd, 1836. I'm talking about the first Declaration of Independence from the Mexican Revolution. Thanks to Brandon Seal, a podcaster, historian, businessman from San Antonio, Texas, we now know what it said. And I'm going to talk more about Mr. Seal at the end of this episode. He's got a terrific podcast I want you to check out. But first, we're going to go back to 1813 and get wise about Texas. Before we get to 1813, let me say something about 1810. That's when Father Hidalgo and his famous Grito began the Mexican Revolution. Well, one of the hotbeds for the revolutionary activity during this time was San Antonio de Bejar. San Antonio de Bejar was a far-flung city from the capital of Mexico, which of course was being ruled by Spain. As such, it didn't get a lot of attention from the government, and the attention it did get was often unwelcome. They were an independent lot that lived on that frontier, as you might imagine, and they needed and were in favor of local control of their affairs. Does any of that sound familiar? Going back to 1776, it should. It's the same situation. There was a gentleman named Gutierrez de Lara who led what was called the Republican Army of the North. Now, I just say it in that one sentence because we're going to do another episode on the Gutierrez-McGee expedition and the Battle of Medina. But suffice to say, there was an invading army comprised uh, largely of Americans who came into Texas under the command of Gutierrez de Lara and were going to liberate Texas from Spain. What I really want to talk about is a document that was recently found by Mr. Seal and a gentleman named Joe Arciniega. Mr. Arseniega is a descendant of the men who declared independence in this document. And it was such a neat find and a neat story that I had to share it on this podcast. The document is dated April the 6th, 1813, which is referred to as the third year of our independence, meaning Mexico. Of course, it was the third year of the Mexican Revolution. Here's how it starts. We, the people of the province of Texas swearing by the supreme judge of the universe the rightness of our intentions, declare that the binds that have held us beneath the domination of European Spain are forever broken, that we are free and independent. Texas, of course, at that time was a province of New Spain, later a province of Mexico. These are the Texans declaring independence in 1813. They also say this, quote, All legitimate authority arises from the people, 
and to the people alone belongs the right to govern, close quote. Does that sound familiar? Sounds a lot like this line, quote, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, close quote. That, of course, is from the United States Declaration of Independence. The Texans went on to declare themselves free of duty or obligation to any foreign power. Foreign, of course, meaning not Texan. And I wonder how many listeners of this podcast would uh, still consider anything not Texan foreign. I think uh, I'm almost there, but being July 4th, I'm not going to declare that today. A couple of paragraphs down in this Texas Declaration, there's an interesting discussion prefaced by this, this line, quote, a lengthy series of occurrences arising from the lunacy, the wickedness, and the corruption of our rulers in Spain has reduced that kingdom to a state of bloody war, close quote. And what they're discussing, uh, they mention specifically that the kingdom, meaning Spain, finds itself unable to defend its own peninsula, much less her distant colonies, referring, of course, to Mexico and therefore Texas. They're talking about, in that portion, the Peninsular Wars. The Peninsular Wars were a conflict between um, Napoleon and France and his empire and Spain that ran roughly from about from the early 1800s to about 1818. So that's what they're talking about. And obviously the people in Texas felt like that was uh, made it even harder for Spain to do anything approaching taking care of New Spain. In fact, they use the word abandonment. And they say this, quote, Since the moment of our abandonment, the natural law of self-preservation, that most sacred privilege of human creation, has made necessary the measures we now take, close quote. So they're talking about two things that are important. First of all, uh, referencing again their Declaration of Independence and Freedom from Spain. But more importantly, they use the term natural law. Now, if you go back and read the United States Declaration of Independence, The first paragraph of that document refers to, quote, the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them, close quote. The them referred to being the colonists. And then, of course, we have the famous second paragraph of our Declaration of Independence, which begins, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, close quote. Those concepts and the concepts in the Texas Declaration of Independence 1813 are the same. And just like the United States Declaration of Independence, the Texas Declaration uh, mentions that, quote, governments are instituted for the well-being and happiness of the communities they govern, close quote. Now, that that was a response to the uh, monarchy and the officials enriching themselves at the expense of the people. And, of course, the U.S. Declaration contains the same concepts, although the U.S. Declaration is a little more specific. They say, uh, the Texas Declaration says this, quote, men are born free and begin their lives from the same point. They are formed in the image of their creator to whom alone they must humble themselves, close quote. That is a great pair of sentences right there and perfectly captures the spirit of the Texans in 1813, the Texans in 1836, and the colonists in 1776. That is the foundation of America and Texas and what drives men 
to fight just revolutions. The Texas Declaration talks uh, in some specifics. It talks about the people having been denied books, been denied the, quote, right to speak, close quote, and even the, quote, right to think, close quote. And then this sentence, our nation has been our prison. Powerful stuff. Here's some other things the Texans say. Quote, in a province that nature has so favored with her bounty, we are poor, having been denied even the right to cultivate and harvest the fruits of our own farms. What a powerful statement. They live in one of the richest areas for farming and ranching, and the government is taking it. So that's a wonderful statement against socialism and an oppressive government. And here's a very interesting part of this declaration. The Texans say this, quote, And from petty jealousy, our superiors have demonstrated a barbarous and vengeful inhospitality to our neighbors, talking about Americans, joined to us by blood and by bonds even more sacred. Close quote. Wow. Um, and I, I'll tell you how I read that line. Uh, I read that line. Now, of course, the Republican of the Army of the North had a lot of Americans in it, but I read that line to speak to the diversity of the community in Texas, even as early as 1813. And that, of course, is one of the things that makes Texas so very special. And what about this line from the Texans? Quote, for far less did the people of the United States shake off the yoke of tyranny and declare their independence. And the result has been prosperity and their current splendor. Close quote. This is 37 years after the July 4th, 1776 Declaration of Independence, and the Texans look to America with a little bit of envy and certainly aspiration and inspiration. There's also a paragraph that begins, quote, justice is sold openly, close quote, and contains several other grievances about how the government goes around the rule of law, a very important concept. We can survive almost any politics, but we will not survive lawlessness. And I know I've told my listeners that I try to avoid commentary, but I'm going to throw that one out there for you. The concluding paragraphs begin this way, quote, As such, in order to provide for the general welfare, to ensure domestic tranquility, to affect our independence with all appropriate dignity, and to avoid confusion and delay, we take up the voice of the people. Close quote. Well, that uh, sounds a lot like the preamble to the Constitution of the United States, doesn't it? I doubt that's an accident. The document then goes on to appoint uh, Senor Don Bernardo Gutierrez de Lara, who is the general in chief of the Mexican Republican Army of the North. They give him the power to select a president, six counselors, and a secretary to form a junta, which will then go on to form a government. And the declaration concludes this way, quote, in order to give greater weight to this declaration and to inspire due confidence in our new nation, we each and all solemnly swear before the Holy Ghost, before our brothers throughout this republic, and before the universe at large, that we will defend and sustain to the very end our new nation and the principles upon which it was founded with our fortunes and with our lives. Close quote. It's a wonderful document. It's the first uh, Texas Declaration of Independence. And I think it parallels the thinking of Texans throughout the ages, irrespective of their political affiliations. 
the feelings of the folks in 1813 were the feelings of the folks in 1835, and they were feelings of the American colonists in 1776. So I thought it appropriate to discuss that document on this July 4th, 2019. Now let me tell you how I heard about it. And I want to offer special thanks and special recognition to Mr. Brandon Seal. Mr. Seal has produced a podcast called The New History of Old San Antonio. It is a fantastic series of episodes on San Antonio and its development, and I commend it to your listening. It is wonderful. Uh, Season two of Mr. Seal's efforts is called Finding Medina. And it's a detailed account of Mr. Seal, sort of in real time, really, of his efforts to locate the exact location of the Battle of Medina. So listen to both of those podcasts. Uh, And I'm going to mention his website, brandonseal.com, and it's B-R-A-N-D-O-N-S-E-A-L-E.com. And you will find all the episodes. They're also on iTunes. And he also has some pages about his efforts to find the location of the Battle of Medina on the Rivard Report, which is R-I-V-A-R-D-R-E-P-O-R-T.com, which is a, an online news source for news about San Antonio and Bexar County. Go take a look at that stuff. You will be very interested. If you like this podcast, you will love the detail and the efforts Mr. Seal is putting in to finally locate where the Battle of Medina takes place, and I think he's going to do it. But his most recent episode featured a dramatic reading of the Declaration of Independence I just discussed by Mr. Joe Arseniega, who does a wonderful job. Give it a listen. Well, that wraps it up for this episode of Wise About Texas. Again, happy July 4th if you're listening to this on July 4th. If you're not, happy next July 4th. Remember why the Texans declared independence. Remember why the American colonists declared independence. And be grateful if you live in the United States and be doubly grateful if you live in Texas. Now go out and do something for Texas today. And until next time, God bless Texas and we'll see you down the road.